This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, I ain't going to have much good to say about him. I can tell you this. He doesn't care two bits about the people that live on Staten Island and Brooklyn. He, 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 he has a podcast that he has to create content for that he talks about. You know, for, he needs drama to you know, feed his podcast, right? He's a fraud. He's a fraud. He's becoming a jackass at a time when we need to have a serious debate about the future of the party and the country. Hello and welcome to the Alexis Pereira program. I'm your host, Alexis Pereira. With me as always, the Ronald McDonald to my Colonel Sanders. Uh, <laughs> Alex Estrada. Alex, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'd like to think that uh, Ronald and the Colonel are equals uh, in their uh, in their field. You know, I saw the movie. Uh, that guy, Ronald, he worked pretty hard uh, also. <laughs> and he was in Multiplicity as well. Great actor. <laughs> um, actually, that movie sucked. What was it called? The Founder? The Founder. Oh, it was horrible. I was I was really disappointed. The Ray Kroc story uh, is a, uh, a compelling uh, tale of... Uh, capitalism and how it shapes uh, men and companies and worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, it was just like ultimately very, very disappointing. The beginning of the movie is him having a family and like v visiting McDonald's. It's basically right, right. a movie about a guy going to McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> it's Alexis's uh, uh, Thursday morning breakfast. Oh, uh, I wish. Two hours. I, I miss those days. I used to go to uh, McDonald's uh, twice a week for breakfast. Great wow. breakfast. Yeah, That's pretty good. I used One to go time, every... Yeah, I was gonna say I, I used to go every six months uh, or whenever I had a job interview because oh. I used to eat as a kid uh, before a big test. So. Yeah, and that's also a great uh, smell to have. Oh, it's wonderful! It's great, you know, just to smell like a McGriddle. Uh, <laughs> one time I went, there was a fire in the McDonald's at the at the same time, but it wasn't too bad, so people were still there while the firefighters were coming in. Oh, okay. And then, uh, like, the firefighters are in, and they're like trying to put out the fire. And then, like, they noticed that there are people waiting for because I had already ordered. If I hadn't ordered, I wouldn't have left. But I, I was waiting for my McGriddle. And just the guy turns around and just like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? <laughs> the fuck? And like, but he didn't kick us out. Like, it was just, it was just a kitchen, a grease fire, and we just, we're just like, we ordered. I'm sorry. We're here for the grease. Sorry. Getting hot. How's your week been? What's going on? Tell us. Week has been uh, very busy. Uh, my wife and I are preparing to, uh, to move. Uh, as we've mentioned on the show before, and uh, we're also making the conscious decision to enter uh, a hot zone. Uh, we're set to fly to San Francisco next week uh, for a couple of weeks. We've been planning this. Have you this not for... read the tweets? I it just it really just like the Gavin Newsom called us last night uh, yeah. asking us to reconsider, and I said I can't, man. I got a uh, dinner reservation at the French Laundry, meeting with some of my rich constituents. So well, you know he would you know, understand. He knows he how loves... it is. Him and London yeah. Breed both. Mm -hmm. He knows he loves dinner. <laughs> uh, our Gavin, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing all right. I just burned myself on uh, the oven reheating pizza. It's really upset me. <laughs> this is this is every update from the last six months. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's uh, really not much going on in my life uh, <laughs> other than just reheating food or ordering it the first time. Uh, there you go. But uh, yeah, sending just, it back when it's not what you want. Yeah, I know you. I'll do that. I'll fucking do it. Really? Uh, yeah. Mm, wow. 
I don't know. One time I did, like, long, long time ago, I um, got upset because there wasn't enough chicken in, like, my uh, chicken, like, Thai, chicken pad Thai. And I was like, so mm-hmm. I, I brought it back. But they were, then they, like, picked it up. It was so embarrassing. I don't even know why I did it. It was, like, 15 years ago. And they were like, what? there's plenty of chicken. And I was like, all right. And no. I, just, I just left. I don't, I don't know. I'm one of those people who, like, when I get the... Um, the wrong uh, thing, or like it, like the wrong, like if I order something at a restaurant, this is back when I was going to restaurants, um, and I get a, um, uh, you know, they send out the wrong dish or something. Like typically, if it's something like, you know, just as good as the thing I ordered, I'll eat it. Yeah, like I won't complain. I've never had that happen, but I have had like beer spilled on me once, and they didn't. They made me. They made me pay for it. Like, and I didn't say anything. So it's just like shit like that where I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Oh, wonderful. We have a great comment here. You should pull it oh, up. Oh, yeah. Why don't we pull that up here? Do you yeah. know this person? It said, sorry, just signed in. I heard Alex mentioned doing something every six months. Judging from the beard, I'm guessing he's talking about bathing. Wow. <laughs> they can see. It's great. I love this camera catches uh, audible stink lines. Yeah. That's, uh, from uh, that. No, I'm, uh, what's it called? I'm, I'm bathing less, uh, Elton Jeff, mm-hmm. uh, but my wife still makes me do it about twice a week. So uh, well. that's what I'm on. Uh, you know, every woman uh, makes me bathe, uh, so I would say I'm doing it about 16, 17 times a week now. That's right, uh, and asses milk, just yeah. like Cleopatra. Yeah. Well, uh, so, Alex, I'm so excited about our guest today. Um, we had a, a, a super fan contest, uh, as you're aware, and basically the stipulation was, if you could listen to two episodes of the Alexis Pereira program, you can be on the show. That was that was the that was the contest. <laughs> That's right. That's a fine print. Yeah, and I'll tell you, a lot of people after the first episode, it was like you know, naked and afraid. They're done. They're done. They're out. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, but uh, we had two stipulations. You had to you had to listen to an episode, conscious or unconscious, and you. The second stipulation, and this is unfortunate because this a lot of people got. Um, uh, canceled because of they or they, they couldn't win you, you cannot be presently in prison all right so that led to one last uh guest and we're about to bring him on you could catch him every uh sunday night performing at the pit loft uh doing the <laughs> telephone show uh ladies and gentlemen uh patrick keen patrick oh how God. are you buddy <laughs> Let's just... i'm going to prison tomorrow <laughs> there oh, you go no. Well, they uh, see that's the thing because you're not presently in prison, so that's why we're, we're we got you here. There we go, I technicality. Know, I, I baked the judge, and he said, "I'll give you one day to be on that podcast." <laughs> this sounds like a horrible, horrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that count? Does that count as prison? Is that like the count as like? Do you take days off? Yeah, time served. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. this is counting as a full week. This hour. Or <laughs> listening to Alexis Pereira is time served. Yeah. <laughs> um. Now, Patrick, uh, you know, and you're a super fan. Uh, is, yeah. Like, what is this like? Is this like meeting the rock on your deathbed? Is it that kind of <laughs> level of? No, I would say it's like um, if like Nick Cage threw you into a movie and did not tell you what the movie was going to be about. And you're a huge Nick Cage fan, and he was like, "Let's go!" And then they said, "Action!" And you were doing it. I, I had no, I had no idea there was a video component to this podcast. Yeah, well, I, I, I was surprised by that too when uh, it happened to me as well. It's one of my favorite parts is surprising people with the video. Uh, so welcome. You know, you look great though. You do. I'm glad you Thank got you. a hat. Yeah, I got a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it. That's about new with my life. 
Yeah, how's your quarantine um, been? What what have you been up to during quarantine? Oh, uh, nothing. I've been living life. I've been here in New York City, center of the universe. Um, I've been living in different friends' apartments. I've lived in a few different apartments, uh, but I'm back in my own apartment right now. Well, did you have and... roommate trouble? Why were you not in your apartment? Well, we can't get into that. Oh. They might be oh. listen- they're, wow. they're certainly not going to listen to this podcast, but they might be listening right outside the door. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's part of the problem. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll type it in the chat. We can all oh, gosh. Yeah, Look at ch- that. Put it up don't, on the screen. Don't put it yeah. in the public chat. I got put it in the <laughs> private chat. Okay, uh, private. So... Uh, Patrick, I, I, I heard a little, a little birdie told me that you and 11 other people started <laughs> a theater, uh, group, uh, called the, uh, Squirrels. Uh, yes. congratulations on your new the- Squirrels Theater. Yeah, I think we're actually called the Corinne Wells Corinne Wells and the Squirrels. That's that's a lovely. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the official title of our theater group. Um, uh, I'm just looking at the comment now. Can Patrick also share about his bathing regime? <laughs> I'm about. I, I, it's it's going to be crazy. Uh, I'm about. I'm, I'm going on about once a week. I got the hat, so I'm about once a week. <laughs> are you kidding me? You're joking. Yeah, guys, guys just don't stink the same way women do. You are joking. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can, I don't I go every day. Are you am I am I nuts here? I like my hair. You're not nuts. Like, You're not nuts. Yeah, I mean I, that's why in the before times that's what I did too. Yeah, but in you the stopped? before times, <laughs> in the before times I was like once every few days. Really? Whoa! For real, Whoa for real. Okay. There we I'm go. A little bit of a dirty boy. Yeah, I, I was so. I was a dirty boy growing up, but once I got on my own, I, you know, I, someone just broke it down for me. You got to shower every day, so that's what I was doing <laughs> for a long time. But uh, you know, rules has changed. So I think it's Nothing, smart. It, it it drives me nuts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have another uh, comment from <laughs> so just Alex. Comment from Alex. You read it here no. first. <laughs> I've been saying the same thing for years. Not hiding it. That is very weird. That the first thing you said about whether or not you breathe every day is the first thing you said was, "Well, women have to." Like, <laughs> you know. I, I think that's. I'm not, you know, Judy the Butler, but I think that's sexism. You know. <laughs> So there we go. Uh, yeah, sometimes it's sometimes it's more often, but for real, sometimes it'll be. I, I would say this week I've showered like twice this week, so that's nice. kind of a lot. Oh. Hmm. So let's go back to squirrels. Um, <laughs> you're, you've started a, a, an improv theater, a comedy theater, and it mm-hmm. is. We are under a, a, a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, what are your plans for this theater? What's going on with this uh, comedy theater? Tell us all about it. Oh, it's so crazy, right? Uh, we are in the middle of a pandemic. When will live theater come back? What does everyone here's guess when will live theater is going back? I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess spring twenty twenty two. Yeah, is that when we're getting live theater back? Are you guessing spring like March, like an early spring? Or are you thinking spring like? May, like before Memorial Day weekend. But he's saying before 2022. Memorial Day. Yeah, I'm saying 2022 and I'm saying like April-ish. Oh, 2022. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what I, I, the fuck? Great. You guys are jumping the fucking gun. I, Jesus. I, I actually kind of agree. I, I um, um, From what I've seen uh, with the vaccinations and the way p- companies are responding to that, uh, because they're very afraid of getting sued or getting known for being a place where there was a pandemic, uh, uh, sorry, a corona outbreak. I have seen that people are like pushing back, going back in person all the way to 2022. 
um, yeah. surprisingly. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if theater gets moved back all the way there because that seems to be like the last, I think people are like, that's the least necessary <laughs> thing yeah. to do. Person. For sure, for sure. I mean, I my guess for theater was definitely um, 2000, I would have guessed 2021. I would have guessed like maybe late summer, early fall, just based okay. on the fact that they're anticipating that we're going to get the vaccine like sometime in the middle of next year. Like that's when the general public should be like, vaccinated vaccinated mm -hmm. but yeah not yeah I, I would not have guessed 2022 that's a long way off i hope you're right did you guys see the thing where it's like it'll tell you what where you are in line to get the vaccine and no like, they, is there an app i think there's a new york times article i just saw someone post a thing and it was like i'm three i'm 30 millionth in line or something <laughs> <laughs> um but so yeah we started an improv theater a yeah. comedy theater yeah someone in the comments says new york times has a thing should well, i be looking at the comments <laughs> Neotech prototype. please don't yeah. look at the comments we asked them okay. to comment no attention okay okay okay, okay. Yeah. sorry 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 pay no, no attention to the uh yeah the men behind the comments mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> um so yeah we decided to start a theater I think, you know, I think everyone's going a little stir crazy. And I think especially with comedy people, they want something. There's a big vacuum right now. And yeah. people want a sort of like, a, you know, a feeling of like a home or a, a center for a community. Not that we would be the center, but we would be a place. <laughs> You'd be a, a nexus. One a of nexus. Me. Yeah, one of the nodes in the <laughs> in the galaxy of There you go. Yeah, beauty. I, like that. I found my uh, comedy home in Golden Girls reruns. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, hilarious! That incredible yeah. show. Incredible oh great yes. show. It's a wonderful show. Yeah. You know what? Oh, I, what I I say that people want to sleep over, and somebody needs to be the single mom. You know, and that's what you guys are. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what single <laughs> mom is. I'm just single mom, so no kids. rules, no rules, <laughs> no rules, and like really shitty. I mean, shitty like junk food yeah. treats. <laughs> yeah. A bunch like of the good, people. tasty, but yeah, it's the party atmosphere. So you got yeah. you guys incorporated as a uh, nonprofit, right? What's uh, what's with that? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what the Did fuck? Every every other improv theater is run on a for profit model. Yeah. What yeah. are you guys planning? What's what are you guys up to? I think there's a lot of reasons that we chose this. That if I were to give a serious answer, and I think uh, one of it is about accountability, and the other is about taxes and the other is about you know fundraising so i think it's a way for us to remain accountable to people and uh transparent which i think is one of the big things that we saw that didn't work well in the previous model that we all came from uh, <laughs> we're allowed so. to say the name if we what? want you can't hurt us anymore <laughs> i don't want to say that i keep that out of my mouth yeah. Oh, Brigade. They don't um, live rent free, rent free in my mind. Yeah, they live, they're, they're not paying my bills. I don't pay them no mind. Living rent they free, paid, forty thousand a month, forty yeah. <laughs> second Street. Oh my god! Um, I just heard a, t a Target opened across. The I was just about now. to say really? that. <laughs> that could have that, that changed nasty. the could have changed the entire game. The oh walk-in traffic. The walking traffic. Yeah. On the 42nd Street Target. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on people walking in the fucking aisles with like lamps and shit. Yeah, walking by the dollar rack. Uh, you know where I want to oh, shop. What's that over there? Yeah. You know what I want to shop? I want to shop at 42nd and 13th Avenue. So that's <laughs> yeah, at the Target. Everything just has like a salt brine on it. Oh my gosh. Uh, I always said I, about the UCB, uh, the 42nd Street UCB, it's like, 
it was always one block further than you think it was. <laughs> you know, it's like you get off the subway and you walk two blocks and you're like, okay, I'm here. And then you're like, wow, it's still further. You know? It was so far. It was awful. <laughs> and they kept trying to tell us not to say that. All right. Yeah. I remember. I remember. It I was, was the truth. So many memos <laughs> that went out saying, please do not. I mean, I, you know, I get that to some extent, like, you know, dev mad about the theater in general, but, you know, yeah. at least when things started piling up, it was pretty difficult to talk about anything else. There was a point yeah. where every hosting bit at UCB was about, was like, welcome to New Jersey. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you are not in Hoboken, but you're yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who haven't been above the Hudson River. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, we've already have a question about uh, a serious question. Has the theater enacted any preemptive bans? Whose headshot with an X over mm. it will be on the wall at the ticket taker counter? Well, we won't have any. There won't be a ticket taker counter. It'll just be you. Just walk right in. Uh, you get a retina scan. Um, <laughs> check your temperature too. Yeah, check your temperature. Too yeah, yeah, right. safe. In case you're too hot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say. I think there's there's already a list. I will say about sixty names on it, and and that is my own personal list that I created. <laughs> Alexis, no, you're not on it. Oh, I was gonna say, it's so hard to get on a list. You're not on it either. Uh, sorry. Well, I mean, like this is what is? How is this any different from the old theater? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, I know you know like, when I think about like those showcases or when like you know on the you know the blue moon occasions when someone was actually hiring for something uh, that paid uh, mm -hmm. and who got reached out to like that was like a complete black box. Mm -hmm. um, so like yeah you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're so you guys keep doing uh, that that's great <laughs> functionally shadow band there was yeah. like a shadow band <laughs> the theater shadow band I mean, some that... people not even shadow started. You know, it's very true. So, yeah, very real. Now, Patrick, you guys are doing shows online every Wednesday and Thursday. Is it Wednesday? Thursday? Yeah, Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. Why? Why those For, nights? I guess because no one else had anything else to do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, we talked about it and. I don't think that they were chosen for any particular reason. Like Monday nights is when we meet. So we were just like, okay, not Monday. And then I think there was in general a sense that we didn't want to do it on the weekend. Although for me, I was like, we're all in quarantine. Who's doing anything on the weekend? If they are, then you, they're you not them. even our, yeah, they're yeah. not our audience. already. <laughs> You're not our people. We got, yeah. We're all the nerds staying home, mm -hmm. uh, posting on Insta. Don't go out. Um, <laughs> but I think it just ended up being that way. I think uh, a Wednesday, they've already been doing characters welcome. So I think they were like, well, let's just keep Wednesday going. And then I think it made sense just to do Thursday. So yeah, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Well, that's great. Uh, any other tough questions, Alex? Or <laughs> there tough, uh... tough, tough questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, I had a chance to check out the website. Uh, and the, you know, one of the, the FAQs is, oh, why do you call it squirrel? And you say, if you know, you know, mm. uh, so, uh, you know, can you tell me? Oh. <laughs> well, well, uh, there's a few reasons it was chosen, but the reason it was pitched is because it, in the church of Scientology, when you leave the church because you don't like what the church is doing, but you still practice the core beliefs of L. Ron Hubbard and the church, you're called a squirrel. Oh. So essentially, we're kind yeah. of the squirrels of UCB. Look at that. Where we're not really 
we're still doing the thing that they did, but we're just saying fuck you to them. There you go. No royalties. That's good. No royalties. <laughs> that's yeah. good. So oh. that's what it is. What are and the other it's, like, it's a cute. The other reason is that it's a cute little animal and it's nice. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> there are, yeah. The squirrels have a lot of goodwill in this city. So yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, my dad, my dad had a lifelong uh, battle with squirrels. Oh, you know, both squirrels and my dad are still alive. That's the worst squirrels. way to go. Uh, <laughs> it still rages. At one point, my dad put Sonic, like a Sonic blaster, in the mm-hmm. in the uh, garage. I don't know what you call it, but it would just make this horrible noise. No, it didn't. Like the squirrels would sit on it. It was insane. <laughs> is it like a, I used is to it, have one of those for rats or for mice? Yeah, I've heard of like, those. There's no way this works. <laughs> it, wait, so can humans actually hear it? Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. Oh my god! It's not thought, like it, it doesn't like make you shake or vomit, but it's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's not like one of Alexis's shows. It doesn't make you shake or vomit. It is unpleasant, however. <laughs> I threw up watching Doctor Brothers. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I, I think I told this before, but like somebody told me that uh, Dr. Like year, years after Dr. Brothers, somebody went, oh, you were you were the guy Dr. Brothers. He's like, yeah. And he's like, my sketch class was told not to talk about it anymore. <laughs> every time somebody brought it up, half oh the God. class would say they loved it. The other half was like, it's the worst show ever. Jesus. And it, was, it was talking about the Hell's Kitchen distance before Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> we're not supposed every to talk Every Harold Knight hosting bit was, have you seen Dr. Brothers? <laughs> No? Good. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, keep it that way. Let's well, start the show. Can I get a suggestion, please? You know what? I hate to say it. I was the best I was the best uh, Harold and Lloyd host. So, you know, oh, I talked wow. about That's right. And then maybe I'll bring up a clip sometime. It, that's right. You spoke the hosties. I remember. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, nobody yeah. ever came to see the show from the hosting bits, but still, it's, you know. Matt Radlow uh, is a very good host. I will say that. Okay. You know, Were you better than him? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Don't bring up other people. <laughs> um, so Patrick, you're you're a you're a huge fan of the Alexis Pereira program, as we've, as we've mm-hmm. talked about before. You listen to uh, uh, you listen to every uh, other episode, uh, yeah. and um, <laughs> you know we 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 are hopeful that one day we will be when quarantine's over in 2023, mm-hmm. we will be on TV in front of a live studio audience. All right, what what if we were in front of a live studio audience? What's one thing you would want the Alexis Pereira program to do? What's one thing? Oh, interesting. Um, I would want you to like go into the audience. <laughs> do you know like how Wendy Williams does that? And then like talk to like a bunch of people <laughs> and like just have like quick interactions with like a lot of your audience members. I would want you to do that, Alexis. Well, you're in luck because we have incorporated a monologue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, like all talk shows, we have a monologue. Uh, and um, basically, it's my chance to shine, to show the world, you know what, Bill Maher, okay, you know what, Jay Leno, uh, uh, what, who, who's the guy from uh, uh, House of Cards? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Oh, you know man. what, Kevin Spacey, you're not the only ones who can do a monologue, all right? Kate Mara. Kate Mara, <laughs> yeah. I could also do a monologue. So would you like to hear uh, the Alexis Pereira program monologue? I can't believe I'm about to get to hear one. In there person. you go. You're about to, you're, it's like watching an atomic bomb being tested. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to finally see the facial pics of it all. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> the Alex Pereira program monologue. <clears throat> the House just passed a resolution to re- legalize marijuana, 
which means Congress has now officially entered the 1960s. Just think, in 60 years, we'll finally get a corona relief package. I think of marijuana legalization uh, is a good idea. Hey, any time's a good time. But one thing that annoys me is this was the dumbest timing ever. You may not remember, but a few weeks ago, we had an election. It might have been smart to bring this up, oh, I don't know, before the election. You see, when voters go to the polls, they think about which side will enact their interests. Democrats want government health care, and Republicans want market racism. <laughs> According to Gallup, 70% of Americans favor marijuana legalization. But the marijuana vote was down party lines with Democrats in favor and Republicans in favor of arresting minorities. Might have been a good wedge issue on November 3rd, you think? We might not have even needed to cheat to win. This is the thing with Democrats. They wait until after the election so Republicans didn't look bad. Democrats act like they're hosting a game night at their house and Republicans are the guests and they want to make sure they're having a good time. And unlike the parties at my house where after a third bottle of wine I pull out the twister, <laughs> Democrats are blowing it. Republicans control the Senate, nearly won the House, and are a few days away from the military installing Trump to a second term. Might as well, I don't know, try to win? Republicans love to lie and say they're the hip new party and, hey, they love drugs and, you know, illegalizing marijuana. Well, let's expose them. No? We have to wait until a lame duck session where nobody will care? Okay, I understand. I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were friends. Now I open it up. <laughs> did we lose Alexis? <laughs> I think we did. I thought he was taking a really long pause. I was just, yeah, me too. <laughs> I thought he was waiting like, for our laughter tonight. I really, I really hope it turns out that he's not skipping yeah. or whatever. He's just like... He drew it just at the... Yeah, uh, the right fucking time. <laughs> so frozen! Wow, oh, super it frozen. Real. My God, the comments are blowing up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. Goodness. I don't. Yeah, Alexis doesn't still let me. Than Leno. Yeah, he doesn't let me control anything. Otherwise, I would pull up. Elton Jeff says still better than Leno, uh, confirming. <laughs> that he, uh, Wait. So can I ask? So Alex. Yeah. So you don't control anything. So you're just like the the. The, the um sidekick the ed, the ed mcmahon yes the oh yeah yeah, I, yeah well I, oh, I think wait you now you've taken over uh, yeah now now i'm the king yeah uh, <laughs> it'd be really funny if we just proceed with me from now on and yeah. alexis is banned from his own and broadcast but well yeah well you've patrick you've listened to the show so you've heard the story of how this podcast uh, came to be alexis mm. asked if i wanted to start a podcast with them and i said sure and then on the first day they recorded, it was called the Alexis Pereira program. Yes, if I wanted to be a co-host and then maybe and, an associate and, producer. And it worked out. So and it worked out. So as soon as I finished my monologue, my internet went out. So <laughs> Great. We might have missed the end of it. I don't I know. The, yeah, the internet became self-aware at the end. It's like, yeah. It's just like, all right. You know Nancy Pelosi had her finger on the button said, <laughs> yeah. you're done. Wow. The uh, CIA did not like my marijuana monologue. Unbelievable. Where did I get up to before my, my You guys, internet I turned it over to the panel. Oh, oh no, wow, I think you said I wow. think you said now I'm going to turn it over to and then you paused because we were laughing yeah. we were laughing. 
and it yeah. just froze on you, and we thought you were just drawing out the... Uh, <laughs> Our timid laughter. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Let's see. Oh, El- El- pull up Elton Jeff here. Oh, my God. <laughs> While I was out, the viewership went to the This is insane. That's right. We've uh, Elton, we've this doubled the audience. We've gone to two. People, wow. loved, people loved that I was out. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was on fire for that. It was. It was. This yeah. is unreal. That secondary. Oh, yeah. So you're turning it over to the panel, Alexis. Oh, yeah. I'm turning it over ask. to the panel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, guys, uh, do you partake in uh, a little bit of... I refuse to answer this question. <laughs> there we go. Already a no. Patrick. I smoke weed. I smoke yeah. weed. There you go. You, you can know. do that when you run a uh, an improv company. That's yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, the nice thing ass. about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would more often. I just... um, Well, you know, I don't know. It's just like... I'm not sure how it would change how I think. Like, you know, what is it? <laughs> like, overall, like, well, in, just, like, long term. You know, it's just like, you know, people are like, oh, I like to smoke after work or something like that. But I'm like, man, after work, I'm already, like, I'm high off myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know, like, I've never I've never had an experience where, you know, people talk about, like, oh, it, you know, it unstresses me, like, relieves anxiety or whatever. I've never, I've always become very intense and anxious when I've yeah. uh, partaken mm-hmm. In um, any sort of um, whoa, any sort of wow, more than <laughs> MDMA, any sort of extracurricular uh, activity. Crank? So do you do I'm, crank? Not, uh, I'm not. <laughs> you getting? I was. I, you almost got me to admit, and then I was just like, "Wait a minute! This is being broadcast over the internet. I'm not yeah. saying <laughs> anything about anything." No. But oh um, I feel the same way though. Like mm. I smoke weed, but I also feel the same way where I'm like, it doesn't really relax me. Yeah, I think for me the main benefit or the main reason that i haven't fully stopped <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um a comment says cocaine he's talking about cocaine do i have to read the comments out loud is that yeah my I, don't, I don't know why you're doing it patrick if you want to carry water you can go ahead i literally have to edit out every time you read a comment now <laughs> uh, i i like it it makes um certain things more enjoyable like music or movies or like video games and stuff like that or like i can have more fun when i smoke and it, it can also make me interact with art in like new and interesting ways i find so uh, I, I appreciate it for that but i almost yeah never feel more relaxed on it i usually not, feel like way more intense yeah. kids if you're listening and you're under 16 uh I, it doesn't make me relaxed. Uh, I don't. I'm not a better writer on what I do. It, you know. I don't, sex is worse. Yeah, sex, sex <laughs> somehow. Is worse. I, was, I was at number three. I was number three. Uh, gosh, you know, it's yeah. Uh, Robert it's, Altman, the filmmaker, said that um, weed is really good for appreciating art, and it's really horrible for creating art. And I think I agree with hmm, that. That's really so. Good. Yeah, I, I think it makes you a worse writer. Like if you're doing uh the productive end of creativity i think it's actually sort of really harmful (laughs) yeah but it makes you like it makes you like think about things in different and interesting ways um which can be helpful later on when you're sober doing your writing 
Wow. Doing your nan nano rimo. Yeah. Is that how you say that? <laughs> is that, is that we're, are we in NaNoWriMo already? It's December, baby. We've no, it's December. December. Another year gone, another year I didn't Jeez. write. And this year, you know what? If you don't if you do not do it now, and we got to hear another comment, do you want to become famous? Want to buy? Want to become Oh, my God. Oh, oh my. And then Boomer, too. Has got to, yeah. we got a couple of these. Greetings to our listeners yeah. in Mumbai. Thank you. Bigfollows.com. I might go to bigfollows.com after this. Yeah. There you go. Big um, natural follows. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Big honking yeah, sure follows. This guy okay. wrote his monologue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're big in Thailand, and it's because <laughs> I believe in their laws. Um, uh, I want to say I agree with your monologue. I didn't find it funny, but I agreed with <laughs> what you were saying. And I think it's really insane that the Democrats don't push weed legislation bef- during the elections. It's, it's totally psychotic fucking crazy uh like it even made me more mad that it worked like if some psycho tried to bring it up to and they were like nah fuck it like i'd be like Mm -hmm. all right well then don't do it but it Mm -hmm. actually did it and then i was like if you had done this on november 1st or like even Mm -hmm. like october and the republicans blocked it one of the shitty things is like you see this a lot like you see these kind of like Oh, Republicans, we're the par- punk rock party now. Like we're mm-hmm. the we're the you know libertarian party now, and that is how like you know Democrats love learning every way to lose. But like yeah. th- this is like one way that they might get voters to their side is through uh, saying, hey, you know what, the government will get out of your hair and we'll legalize marijuana. And, like they can't do it; they have to wait till lame, lame duck session when nobody's listening or paying attention. It's so bizarre. I I kind of don't really get it. I follow politics a little bit, but I don't follow it that deeply. But I'm like, what is their reasoning? What's their logic yep. behind that? It's the, so fucked up. The only this, thing I can guess is that they're like they made a deal with the, the Republicans, like you don't do this yeah. and we won't do that. And yeah, oh yeah, no, well, and what did what room. did what yeah. did the Republicans not do? And then they yeah. don't do it. I don't wonder. Do it, do you think? Like, I was gonna say, do you think Congress Congress must like the same way that like companies and brands and everyone else like do these like focus group testings and like surveys and stuff? I, they have to do uh, that sort of polling with their constituents, right? From time, like just sort of yeah. just saying like what's going on out there. How do people feel about these issues? Uh, and it seems to me that that's the only that should be the biggest driver. Uh, in terms of coming to policy, that ended up being effective. And it's sort of weird that they kind of like ignore that. They seem to ignore that out of a fear of like, I guess, freaking people out or something. Maybe Well, no, no. There's the other part is that the Democrats are married to the police. And the police say <laughs> that... Uh, I went to by, that wedding. No, I'm saying... Well, which <laughs> side did you sit on? Which side did you sit on? Uh, I don't want to still make me say it. I saw an Instagram, Patrick. That was very <laughs> irresponsible yeah, of you. Exactly. <laughs> You and the police cockerona. Squirrel disavow. Yeah. Disavow. Patrick going to the wedding between the Democrats and but, the police. But even Cuomo said it. He said that if I if we legalize marijuana, then cop can't say, oh, I need to search your car because I smell marijuana. They won't be able to say it anymore. Right. They'll have so to go back like, to illegal searches. So yeah. crazy. So crazy. Yeah. We're, it is no, really we're, nuts. We're constantly being gaslighted by our, by our boyfriends, the Democrats. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I will also say, though, I think, to your point, Alex, I think that they lean on focus groups, but I think they're very dumb. And I think they hire outside groups to run these focus groups. And I think Mm. these outside groups have vested interests in delivering certain results from the focus groups rather than actually getting the results. I think there's like a lot of like weird 
money being thrown around there. And so we're not, they're not getting the truth. Yeah. So, which, which one of these? Yeah. <laughs> which one? We both yeah. have we both... women in our lives named Aaron. Yeah. No, he said, he's talking about uh, the gaslighting boyfriends. It's, oh. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron yeah. nods silently, polishing her shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> he made me do it, officer. No, yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm, I'm sure when they're like, should, should we get off of oil? We'll, we'll hire uh, ExxonMobil. To uh, run this yeah. study, and <laughs> yeah. our body, our body no, that that, that is true too. I mean, like you know, we've I think we've all seen the uh, there was a documentary recently that talked about how uh, legislation sometimes is actually written yeah. by uh, sometimes. By these- yeah, sometimes like a lot of times. All the time. Well, just, it's just, yeah, it's just very totally. funny. These things are fucking like 500 pages long. And uh, I worked, I interned in DC for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking to people, it does seem like there, you know, there are, you know, situations where companies literally come in with the law and say, just push this in, or you know, vote on it, or say mm-hmm. yes. But there are are the ones where they really do sit down and like go through it line by line, sort of just talking about. Um, you know, the effect that this will have, the intention of the act. There are attorneys involved at some level uh, who do review this and, uh, and you know, sort of discuss and debate uh, the meaning uh, and the impact of this legislation. So it's a, I don't know, it's, a, it's like this weird, it's a very strange, like, nebulous process in a lot of ways. Uh, but yeah, as of late, it seems not to be uh, producing uh, the results that uh, most people want. <laughs> well, yeah. Imagine yeah, they- if... Imagine if you're at your job and someone came in and said, hey, I did all your job for you. It's right here. <laughs> like, yeah, I would take that. I would absolutely take that and hand it in as my own work. It's like, they're so fucking lazy and shitty. That's so, of course, they're going to let people write. They're going to let people write laws for them. What yeah. a great point. Well, let's get to everybody's least favorite part of the show. The viewers. <laughs> the bulk of it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the last so, half hour. That's right. <laughs> uh, everybody's least favorite part of the show, realizing what the show is about. Um, so uh, don't call it a comeback. Uh, DACA, uh, the deferred action on childhood. I don't even know. What do you, what do you call it? DACA said? Deferred <laughs> action on childhood arrivals. A child arrivals. Uh, it's back, um, and uh, basically, uh, Alex, you probably know more about it, but uh, the acting <laughs> Homeland Security, right? Being the yeah, the smuggled in uh, <laughs> to Texas under a watermelon crate. Yes, I no, no. But your parents did the thing where they just made up a fake uh, birth certificate, so they didn't even <laughs> they didn't even uh, uh, admit it. But but basically, um, uh, a judge found that the guy who rewrote the law is not really in charge of the. DHS is that basically Ch- uh, Chad Wolf? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, yeah, it's basically sort of an administrative uh, legal ruling because like part of the whole thing is like when you have agencies, uh, the executive branch, uh, the executive office delegates the ability to sort of make rules and regulations, and mm-hmm. so in order for those to be effective, uh, they have to be signed off by a person with authority to do it. And the thing is. Because of the way that Chad Wolf got the job, essentially, the court found that he was not uh, legally appointed, and therefore he did not have the authority to uh, rescind the regulation, and also that the administration did not follow the proper uh, protocols for announcing that they were planning on rescinding the rule. Usually have to have a notice and a comment period, so that way people who are affected by it can uh, let the agency know about the impact of it. It's sort of, you know, like we were talking before about 
companies coming in and writing legislation. It's sort of the same thing with even the small regulations that uh, agencies come up with. You have to get people an opportunity to like come forward and weigh in, and especially when you're rescinding a program and one that has what like 11 million or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, enrollees in DACA. You gotta have uh, you gotta have that comment period, and uh, they tried to pull a fast one and uh, didn't work. Now, there's two things you just mentioned. I mean, the comment period basically that's just because they want speed, right? Um, so I, I kind of get that. But why was Chad Wolf only the acting head? Like, why didn't he make? Do we know? I think I, if my recollection serves, uh, Chad. I think the previous head uh, resigned very suddenly. And so I think there what what's supposed to happen. I'm pretty sure DHS is supposed to be appointed directly by the uh, the Senate because it's a uh, cabinet position. And I, as I recall, like he was sort of in his acting capacity before he was um, uh, fully uh, authorized. Uh, let's see, because he never would have been. Yeah, someone uh, Moss Neotech prototype brings us up, <laughs> right? So basically, the th- this happened too with uh, you might remember a couple of years ago with uh, there was some um, controversy over Michael Bolton's appointment to the uh, the ambassador to the United Nations. He was a recess appointment, and that was done basically because they thought that the Senate would not confirm him, and so uh, Bush made a recess appointment, and then basically through a procedural uh, mechanism, just happened to sort of keep uh, keep him in the position without a legal vote on it. And so the, the thing is, like, at that position, like, there was some argument about, well, well do we actually need Congress to rule on it? But with a, uh, a cabinet head position, like, you do have to have uh, the Senate uh, to confirm, confirm that. And without it, there's no legal authority. Without legal authority, uh, you don't have the ability to uh, pull this kind of crap, basically. You know, that's how long did he pull it for? How long did he pull it for? Because it's <laughs> well, like it's we're saying for... this thing of, like, yeah, the Senate has to confirm and, like, all this shit. It's like... But he was there and he did it, right? Right. How long how long has that been rescinded for? I mean the let's see, like I think the what the the order to rescind DACA came out in two thousand seventeen and then <laughs> the and then they litigated it up until this year, and I'm not sure what ended up uh, I haven't followed as much, so I'm not entirely sure what ended up happening. Well, with, with well, old no, Chad the Wolf. Supreme Court. This, well, yeah, the Chad Wolf thing is different, but the Supreme Court ruled that they're keeping it, but they're going to keep uh, studying it, uh, whatever. And right. uh, that—that's why Chad was like, okay, but he didn't like rescind it. He just made it harder. Yeah. Well, he like, he imposed he imposed regulation. He basically imposed like uh, kind of an arbitrary, um, uh, I guess, sort of what you would call a curtailing of the previous rule, like because like basically before. Uh, I think it was for an extended period of time you could enroll in the program and stay in it. And then he came back and said, like, no, it's going to be for one and two years only. Uh, and, like, it doesn't apply to certain people. He basically sort of imposed a lot of new regulatory restrictions on who qualified for the program, who could take advantage of it, um, which uh, which violated the, uh, the rulemaking procedure, the administrative procedure. Yeah. Um, and the thing before was um yeah like it sort of the, the previous case that that they ruled on was the one that concerned the, the you know them basically sort of rushing through the rescinding of the uh, of the program the initial one and they said that that was illegal because they they didn't do the comment period wow this is why you know, you're here alex yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if everybody that. You, yeah exactly oh. i'm so glad i didn't put his name on the <laughs> it feels like that's a thing of like this thing where it's like you can't do that and democrats love to say that to republicans and it's like well you can't do that and it's like but they're doing it yeah and it's right like he did it 
Yeah. And so now we're like, you can't do that. And it's like, okay, well, three years later, you're it's saying just like, that. Yeah, what the the Democrats, <laughs> they, they basically do this thing where they almost are like, they think there's a referee. They're yeah. Like, they're like, hey, ref, hello. He's fouling me. And you like, can't do that. <laughs> there's no ref. Right. Well, uh, you remember with the um, with the immigration bans, the Muslim bans uh, that started like right after Trump assumed office, too. It was uh, sort of the same thing. There was you know, there was a lot of argument like, oh, did they have the ability to do that? And that one went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court said, like, yeah, based on, you know, sort of the the rules that have been established uh, on immigration, like the president does have plenary power. Uh, they can take steps like this. Uh, they don't have to justify it to people. And, uh, yeah, you basically have no, I mean, like the, the blessing of the Trump administration, if you want to call it that, is that it did sort of expose like these levers of power, uh, that exist and that have existed for many, many years that, uh, in the past were used with a little bit more restraint, uh, and some intelligence, some compassion sometimes. And what happens when you get somebody in, uh, who doesn't give a shit about any of that. And, uh, basically it's just out to sort of like to govern, uh, if you can call it that. You know, the interesting thing about uh, Donald is he 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 did fish out a couple of uh, like like uh, uh, sympathetic pleas about DACA, because mm. in the beginning, he kind of was like, you know, these are good kids like they don't they like they have to be legal, like or rather they can't break the law. They have to be getting an education They They need to be talented. And he did say I'll give him credit for that. He did say, like, you know, wouldn't we want immigrants like this in the country you know but that did not fly with his base like his base was like that is a total all these people are just basically um you know they they might be good but they'll bring in 20 bad people and you know that's basically oh yeah the the chain migration thing yeah i mean like the the thing is it's like he trump sort of capitalized on um on everyone on congressional legislative inaction really with regards to immigration, because there are there are some things that we do agree on uh, a lot about immigration. Uh, you know, folks do want uh, like generally a like a pretty straightforward process. Nobody. I think most people, majority of people in the United States don't think it should take, you know, 10, 15, 20 years to become a citizen. I think most folks like favor a smaller period uh, and a fairly liberal um like sort of admission policy. Like I think most folks uh, would, would also agree that if you do commit a crime, uh, specifically a crime of violence, uh, they prefer if you were deported and that kind of thing. And there is some friction on, uh, on the exact uh, qualifications or like, you know, should there be qualifications and that sort of thing. But in general, like there are some broad stroke agreement on uh, what immigration policy should look like. And uh, nobody's taken action on that. Crazy. Well, we agree. <laughs> it, it feels wow. like that's the truth for a lot of things right because that is there it's it may be a fucked up thing to say but it's like yeah it isn't a left-right divide for most of this stuff it is more of a like common sense and then like psycho elitist like bullshit craziness is like the other aspect well you have right. to remember though that there's money there, too of course yeah <laughs> yeah for sure Cottage industries around immigration. <laughs> you love to see it. Yeah, no, no, it's not just that. The they, they have, they have a base that does not want this. Like, yeah, the majority yeah. does want it, but like the majority you can of fire people, those people up, right? Yeah, like yeah, so you they can don't, you can make policy that serves thirty percent of the country and, and win elections, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened <laughs> twice. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's kind of like 
why he plays to that part, and he gets it. Like he he's smart. Like he's just like these these people are gonna vote. Donald. These people are gonna they're, Donald is gonna they're, they're gonna vote. They're gonna come out. So I'm gonna play to them. Like I'm not gonna play to these to Mitt Romney or the, <laughs> yeah. the fucking loser. Uh, so uh, uh, speaking of Donald, um, real quick, he called Georgia yesterday. He called uh, Governor Kemp and he was like, "Hey, can you figure out another way to overturn those results?" <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Guy goes down swinging still. Yeah, you love uh, to see it. And uh, the governor, Governor Kemp said. Uh, so this is the funny thing. He said, sources say that Governor Kemp told them that that's not my authority. That's the you know the Secretary of State or whatever. Like that they 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 did it and they're doing it. and There's nothing I could do about it. Uh, but what he what he when he was asked about it, he said that no Trump called because. Uh, Loeffler's sister died and Trump wanted to offer condolences. <laughs> that's, like a, that's such a good that's like such a good lie because yeah. it's almost like he's almost telling us what Trump really did. Because like, mm-hmm. why would Trump call out of all people, Donald Trump would call him about the senator's sister? To, oh. Hey, don't you know? Gosh. We love, we love you Kelly. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's like when you have to ask when you have to ask someone for a big favor, you have to start off with something else. You have oh, to start off true. with like a little like yeah. reach out of like, Hey, how are you doing? Oh my god, I heard about your sister. Oh my god. Every email Alexis sends to me starts with, How's your sister doing? How's yeah. your sister? <laughs> and she hey, you know what? Uh well, she's single. No, all right. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's you don't I, listen to the answer. You just, yeah, ask yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still thick. Yeah. 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 There you go. <laughs> don't listen to the answer. Just ask the question. That's my dating life. That's Alexis. Uh, that's the Alexis approach to uh, improv. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, hopefully, not what they teach at Squirrel. Thursdays uh, at four p.m. on uh, Squirrel <laughs> Squirrel TV. Yeah, we're doing uh, it. Squirrel TV. <laughs> <laughs> we have a live studio audience for you. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, so that's kind of funny. I, I, uh, it, 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 like, it's like half scary, but it's also kind of just like, God, he's just, he's just trying just trying anything. Yeah. Uh, they, all those people I keep seeing, the videos from, where are they? In Nevada or from Michigan? Or it's Michigan. The people, the, the Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. They, it's like the most ragtag group of <laughs> freaks. Yeah. Just like trying their hardest to be like, um, I don't think the votes are right. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it, it's election law suicide squad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shit that cracks me up about those videos, though, it's like, they're like, if you saw anything like wrong come to the thing and all these people are people who are, are like like just saw it on the news like they're not people who like they're not people in who person. are involved in any way they're just like i saw it uh, i was watching onn and they said like <laughs> coming to tell the republicans that like yeah they know <laughs> oh god it's such fucking, a disaster uh, yeah who has the bigger band of freaks do you think is democrats if we if we went out and got our freaks got like freaks who's, who's got the more the bigger freaks it really depends on how you define the word freak. Yeah, you really I'm going to say I'm going to just say it's the it is the Republicans because when we when I think freak I'm thinking not like lizard person I'm thinking like uh, just like out of control extra over the top drunk like swearing up the place screaming that they ADA accessible to not wear their mask. <laughs> like that's a freak. But the Democrats are the freaks in their own ways, but I'll say yeah. it is the Republicans. Yeah, all right. That makes sense. I just wonder, you know, I guess that's true. We don't really have that kind of, um, I feel like, I feel like the Republicans have like, for better or worse, gotten, gotten the crazies, 
you know, the yeah. crazy vote has gotten to Republicans. I will say the one thing where the Democrats really kind of own their freakiness is the like really hardcore, raunchy sex obsession with politicians the sort of like fauci and cuomo oh, fauci even, is daddy yeah. cuomo's daddy yeah, yeah, yeah like, we're ta- look who we're talking to here <laughs> <laughs> you see why but, that's why he impersonated him and not marco rubio no, absolutely <laughs> well, marco rubio is a fucking kendall are you kidding yeah, me? There's, yeah, nothing there. there's nothing under there there's nothing there's nothing uh, under there. Alexis want to play against type, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Cuomo doesn't need to buy it, unlike his predecessor, <laughs> Spitzer. Oh, it was, it was uh, you forgot David Spitzer Patterson. was hot. Yeah. Spitzer uh, was hot? Yeah, Spitzer was hot. He had his own show. Yeah, he was kind of, yeah. Kinda, but he, was, he was like a daddy. Cuomo was like, shut up, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> Spitzer would like fucking... Put you over the desk. Cuomo's not doing that. Oh my god! <laughs> Put you over the desk. Tongue in your ass. Yeah. yeah Breaking news. We all read, we'll read the indictment. Shut Come on. Yeah. Yeah. You get a, I, I was. I remember. I was in. Uh, yeah. Criminal procedure class the day they announced, and I had worked in the uh, New York Attorney General's office the summer before, and I was just like laughing because like they fucking hate each other, Cuomo and Spitzer. Like all they did uh, when they were when uh, Cuomo was working under him as AG was just like, you know, he was just like firing all his friends at the AG's office. It was like, wow. it was pretty ridiculous. And then when that happens, just like, oh, he's fuck Yeah, Cuomo's moving in and he's like sandblasting the place, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Running a black pick- light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing his shit out in the lawn, that kind of yeah. thing. I mean, you had Patterson in between, but yeah, yeah. Cuomo knew. Mm-hmm. Wow. And also Elliot Spitzer, what a G. He kept his wife. They, they together. <laughs> Wait, there you it? go. He kept his wife. He's the, she. He I think. I like. No, she stuck with him. She was the good wife. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> is that what that's based on? The good. No, yeah, no, no. yeah. That whole thing. Yeah, that whole thing is based on that. Yeah, hundred percent. I thought that was based. I mean, oh yeah, it did. Just based. On, it's based yeah. on a different good wife. That was based on Hillary Clinton, <laughs> the ultimate good wife. No, no. I mean, there there have been many many good wives uh, in yeah. American politics, but. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure the Juliana Margulies good wife was based on uh, Cuomo because they even they even did like recreated that press conference where he sort of uh, admitted to his uh, infidelity uh, and being involved in. in oh, that was in the as, show. Yeah, that was in. And the very first thing is like is her like standing behind standing by her man like you know watching him as he does the thing. Yeah, go back and watch it. Compare the the pilot low, to the low press key conference. great show. Good low good key? wife. I That's love right. that show. I love I've that. Never show. seen. I've you can never see seen the good fight. Um, the good fight. No, yeah. I don't watch. It's, it's, I don't. There, there's no spinoffs. Wife's no, only. No. no fights. No. No. Not even that. Not even that. There's a. There's a certain moment that Good Wife fans know where okay. the show ended. jumps the shark. Yeah. It's a, it's a great show, but otherwise. Can you just uh, tell us? No, just I can't because I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin go. it. I'm never uh, gonna watch that. Yeah. Show. <laughs> no, we can. Our, the fans at home. The fans okay. at home. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, Patrick. Pat Keen is listening to this. Um, <laughs> final story I want to talk about is uh, they have figured out a way to grow meat without killing an animal. Are you excited about that, Patrick? Are you a, you're a meat eater? Yeah. Right? I am currently a meat eater from like January this year to like August almost. I was a vegan. Uh, and then I kind of just like went off the rails a bit and, but when I buy my groceries, I only buy vegan stuff, but like when I go out and like get something. Oh, oh, I see. I see. 
Yeah. I'll get I thought like, you said you're like you had farm animals or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> when I go into the backyard and slaughter that pig. <laughs> pig no, pig like I'll slaughter. buy pizza. Like I'll get pizza. I'm like kind of like eh, I just want pizza. But yeah. I try to eat vegan. I think that's great. I'm excited. I'm super excited for it. I don't. I don't know. I've heard. I don't know. People have like weird things about it, but I'm like I think it can only be good. Yeah. The farming farming industry. The ant. What is it called? Factory farming. Factory farming is truly like one of the just worst things environmentally and yeah. and morally and like labor wise, like it's just a nightmare. So I'm excited for this. Yeah. Yeah. No, it makes me sad. Like, you know, it's also weird when it's like, you know, when you, you're on Twitter and they're like, Oh, this farm, we picked up this cow that, that got injured in a, a factory farm and like, we're raising it. And I'm like, so like <laughs> they've got injured before it, got murdered <laughs> yeah it gets to live throw like, it down the shoe it's, it's very funny to me like because yeah i feel like john every once in a while you'll see john stewart out there like oh you know two goats escaped from a thing or whatever he's rescuing them i'm just like what or like the meat factory owners just like watching tv and they see him he's like well we, we gotta fucking write we can't like you know capture it and then like shoot or whatever you know call fucking john stewart up you know he's not directing right now uh yeah what those videos were like a pig will jump off a truck or like like you just said like those are that those break my heart because i'm just like like yeah i guess that pig he had uh you know he gets to live because you know unlike me he has uh <laughs> luck uh, talent? Yeah, talent yeah talent, yeah uh, gusto doesn't ask questions in improv yeah <laughs> Look, hey, excuse me. That was what, uh, that's what's held Alexis back for the last you know two decades. He's been working in entertainment. <laughs> he asked too many questions. As all I, the people reading his packet said, "Isn't this the guy that I saw on Harold?" They asked all those questions. <laughs> I I I was the king of as my second line of the sketch asking, "Why would you say that in a funeral home?" Like just <laughs> I mean, initiates? that's a good second line. Yeah, <laughs> anything. Yeah. Yeah, go an, ahead. Well, let's and. do it. Let's do it. Uh, Patrick, go ahead. Initiate. Uh, your suggestion is uh, uh, spaghetti. Oh my god, this meatball is filling me right up. Why would you say that in a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And We're then tired. Alex sweep. Alex sweep. I sweep. Yeah, I come. I come in and say something like, hey, "You're both dead." Uh, <laughs> oh, thanks for seeing. Yeah, you see, this is why I did sketch. Uh, you know, I can write them, I just can't say them. Yeah. Well, here is that you don't want to break the reality, but you do want to bend it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Improv yeah. tip one hundred and one. Get a little playful way, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I teach improv? How do you? How much? So, yeah. So how much? You have to pay us five hundred yeah. bucks. Oh wow! I can do that. <laughs> you can teach, and you can teach a class. Sure. I, I would learn from you. Absolutely. Oh, you would you would learn a lot. You really would. I <laughs> honestly been, believe I would. It wouldn't just be improv, honestly. A lot of life stuff. My improv. Uh, that class. I oh would hate. Having, yeah, having been I've directed. I've from Anthony and Tamanik already. So. <laughs> I was say, yeah, having been directed by Alexis, uh, both on uh, Mod Night, RIP, uh, and for a <laughs> and for running show, I can say he does have a lot of life advice. Mm -hmm. um, I think I hate that. Did but you get a comedy run? comedy advice? I, I would love to hear. Did you get a run, Alex? I, I did get a run, second wow. time around. Wow. There, there you go. <laughs> second time around. <laughs> oh, so no, but Alexis is is very good for um, yeah for uh, bits, jokes in general. He's a uh, he's great to learn under. <laughs> but not I so fun to Twitter. sleep under. <laughs> mm. Wait, so the pig, it's got everything you'd wish you had. 
<laughs> it's got John Stewart's ear. Oh my god! I guess this is. I imagine this scene takes place as Aaron uh, packs her suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, do you have any qualms with the meat thing? See, here's the thing. I wanted to mention this. Like, they all people always make up the stupid bullshit that never ever fucking happens, right? Like, mm-hmm. like here's what does happen when you in- ingest a carcinogen: you get cancer. Okay, so if people are saying like, well, that what about the cancer risk, which I don't know, I don't know, like maybe then I'd be like, okay, I didn't know. I didn't think that this might do that. But if you're saying that that might happen, I'd love that to be studied. But then you get people who are like, it's going to reach, it's going to change your DNA. Like, oh, it's going to make you uh, grow a third arm. It's like, first of all, that has never (laughs) happened ever, you know, for any other fucking thing. And second of all, the boys, X-Men. All this shit is so popular, and now you're now you don't want it. Now you don't want that shit. Yeah. <laughs> the only, the only want thing that, that we're arm. gonna get from synthetic meat are a, a bunch of dramatized stories about the miseries of prejudice there and what go. it does to society. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I turn I, everyone I, soft. I love <laughs> meat. Fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I like meat. Uh, I just again, it's the. The murder of animals it makes me sad and if they get lab-grown meat mm-hmm. that tastes just as good as regular meat then hell yeah let's do it let's go for it baby even I'm, yeah. I'm okay i think with, like, there that. are some there are some questions about like oh access like is it going to be a thing where the you know if you know are people you know, is this being set up in a way so that way the food supply gets sort of shrunk to like oh you know we're going to you know ban oh, factory exactly. farming d- you know destroy industries you know so that way you know certain people could enjoy uh, guilt-free lab-grown meat at the expense of others. Like, I don't know. These are uh, I don't know, people just get in these weird arguments yeah. over like o- over the ethics of things that like haven't happened. It's like that's saying like good, that's a good argument, Alex. Like, I mean, it is, it is a good I argument. Like I, mean, I just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in and it. Those people make that shit up too because it's like, well, uh, you think that like factory farming is like good ethically for the workers? Like to me, for real, the if I I think they're all really valid, but for me, it's like environment is number one and then human labor rights is number two and then like the animals feelings is number three like it's that the animals die (laughs) but like the other things are so much more important it's like the people that work in those factories it's a fucking nightmare and like we saw that with covid even right the a lot of those first outbreaks were in like meat like farms and shit okay all right don't be more so ethical than me. Get all that <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yeah. Don't you're clowning me on my own show. I'm over here. I'm all no, here talking think, about animals' feelings. I think that's valid. <laughs> I think if that's your number one, I think like I don't think that's better than mine. Because I think that's a real thing too. I think yeah, some people uh, care more about that. I'm like fucking liberal I bullshit don't. over here. Yeah. Packing. I saw uh, a thing on my way this morning. I saw it said fish feel pain, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> But I yeah, care exactly. about the environment. Fish feel pain and bears eat them. So yeah. there you go. So, cancel shoot, bears. Um, yeah, cancel <laughs> bears. Yeah, yeah, cancel wow. bears. Wow. <laughs> bears canceling. I oh, guess. And the, and they're running squirrel. Uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't like see it for no, but I'm shaking my head. No. <laughs> uh, so that is our show. Thank you so much for uh, coming on, Patrick. Wow, that's wow! I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, gosh. So, uh, <laughs> Patrick, where, me. yeah, where can uh, the people see you? When's the squirrels' first uh, a show? <laughs> it was on Thursday. Oh, coming up! <laughs> you didn't come? No, yeah. it was last Thursday. But yeah. uh, you can see us every Thursday at eight, and we're gonna have programming Wednesdays and Thursdays, eight and nine thirty. 
So you can go to the squirrelnyc.com to the website and there there's a YouTube link in the show schedule and class info and whatever other info yeah. you want to see. Uh, but if you want to see me and me, you can see me Thursday at eight. Um, that's it. You can come by my house. I live in Williamsburg. Wow. Ooh, come by house, Williamsburg, trendy neighborhood in the before times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I did, I did see your premiere, um, but uh, I did not put two and two together that that was the first show of the run or whatever. I was just mm. like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah, because it looks so good and smooth, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, that's great. Uh, so thanks for coming on. And as we close every ev- episode... Uh, we, we close with a final thought from uh, a member of the Dream Team. <laughs> uh, that's R. Kelly's uh, legal team. Uh, uh, Alex Estrada. Alex, go ahead. Take it away. Well, you know, I'd, a wise man once told me... Uh, <laughs> cut me off right in the middle of my closing thought. Good show, comrades. Have a good night. And, you know what? I'll take that. Good show, comrades. Have a what? good no, night. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I was about to pay, yeah, I'm sorry. I almost ended it with paying Alexis a compliment. No, but. no. Let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, geez. Uh, is that a, what kind of thing is that to say in a funeral home? <laughs> <laughs>